This is Meg Tilton at the 8-Cow Life, episode number 57, Power and Control. This is the 8-Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello, girlfriend. How are you today? I'm so glad you're back here listening to the podcast. I am doing my best to get this done before my kids get up because I realized last week's episode was a little noisy. They were running around in the background. I've lost my built-in babysitters during the day because my older ones have gone back to school. So I have to either rely on a movie, which isn't always very effective, or um, bribery to get my younger two to be quiet and that just doesn't happen all the time, but this is my life, right? (laughs) So I am doing this pretty early. So hopefully everybody is still asleep while I record it. Um, so I don't know if you heard about the name change of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We can't, we've been asked not to refer to ourselves as a Mormon or LDS anymore. So I'm going to have to redo my intro. So that'll be interesting. I'm kind of thinking I was going to do that anyway. And so this is just the push to get it done. Heavenly Father works in mysterious ways, right? (laughs) Okay, so I do want to tell you this podcast is going to kind of start focusing more and more on helping um, women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to focus on their passions outside of motherhood more. Because I think that that's part of really developing what kind of the message of the podcast is, is to make your life full and complete and love your life. And I think that if you are not pursuing those things that you know you've been called to do, and you know that you've been given talents and gifts to share with the world and you're not doing that, then you're not living your fullest, completest life. And so that's really where my passion is, is to help other women in following their passions outside of motherhood and the growth and the development that that will give them as well as helping them in their motherhood. So stay tuned because that's what a lot of the podcasts are going to be directed at from now on. And so I'm super excited about that. One of the main reasons I try and do podcasts every week and what I try and do in my podcast is I try and give you bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to help you feel more in control of your life. Because I think a lot of us, we live in a society today, one that seems to make us feel like we're powerless and we feel like we don't have control of the direction our life is going. And that can be very unsettling, very unsettling. I mean, I stopped watching the news years ago because I would see all these terrible things on the news And I'm like, I have no control over those things. I have no power to help them in the way that I would like to. I mean, I can certainly help by giving money and, you know, planning a trip to go aid people. But there's just so much that I just felt really 
powerless in my life. And so I had to eliminate that from my life so that I could feel more uh, in control and have more power of my life. So I think that we live in this society, like I said, that really tries to take that power away. And it's really funny because it can trickle down into really small things of feeling like we don't have the ability or the control to say, buy our favorite purse color at Target because we have this fear of missing out, right? That if we might pick the wrong color that we'll have to live with it for several months, Um, all the way up to planning out our life for the next week, the next month, um, for years to come. And so when it comes to following your passions outside of motherhood and feeling in control of your life, that is huge to be able to do that, right? Because if you don't feel like you're in control of your life, how are you going to be able to add one more thing of pursuing your passion? Because our lives are busy. We have kids, we have husbands, we are running a house. We may already work outside the home. If you're like me, you're a taxi driver. Like I spend a lot of time in my car. I'm a chef. I'm a nurse. I'm a psychologist. I'm all of these things. And so are you as a mom. And so there's a lot of things that can take that feeling of control and feel like our life is being controlled. And so I want to help you today to feel like you have control and power back in your life. And that by doing this, you can go after your passions and dreams and stop putting them on the back burner. Because I really do believe that following your passions and dreams will actually give you more power and control, right? So I'm going to talk about a very specific aspect of this that kind of came to my mind this week that I think is a really important one. It's something that actually I received coaching on myself because I'm a coach, but guess what? I get coached too, because I'm going through the same things that you are. I'm learning and developing and growing and becoming the better version of myself all the time. So I need a coach too. So I called up one of my friends and was like, Hey, I need coaching on something. And she was awesome. And it really kind of hit home for me that I have more power and control that I'm giving myself credit for, but that I need to consciously be working on this all the time. Today, I want to talk about empowering yourself by talking about how you have control and how you react to every situation you find yourself in and that how you react should never be contingent on another person's response. Now, I know that that may seem pretty like a duh, right? Right? Kind of a concept, but it's really a hard one for many of us. So I want to make sure that we have it really clear in your mind and then that you start taking little steps to make sure that you are truly feeling the power in your life by taking control of your actions outside of whatever is happening around you. So I recently heard someone talking about how they had hired someone in their business to do some work for them. And the person that they hired had kind of just all of a sudden fallen off the face of the earth. And they found themselves being confronted with two situations on how to react. So the first reaction that they could have was that they could have gotten really angry and basically told this person that they were disappointed and that they really needed them to follow through on their commitments. And if they didn't, then they would need to like terminate their contract and, you know, they would just be done with them. So they could have reacted in that way, or they could have reached out with 
legitimate concern for this individual and just be kind and curious as to what was going on because it was kind of against the way that they had interacted with this person before. This person usually was very reliable, and so they were like, clearly something's gone wrong. So they opted for the second option, and then they stated that when they did, the person who was not doing the work for them then responded and was able to tell them what had been going on in their life and why they hadn't been following through on their deadlines. Now, you may think that the person who had fallen off the face of the earth for this individual finally was able to come back and tell them what had happened because the individual reached out in love. In fact, the person that was telling me the story was saying that their attitude and loving outreach to them was really what had caused that person to finally come back and get in touch with them. But here's the thing. I disagree with that. Okay. And some of you may be like, what, what are you talking about? But I want you to think, have you ever found yourself in a situation in your life where you have maybe showed up less than loving, less than, you know, kind and understanding and people have actually done what you wanted them to do. I have. That has definitely happened to me in mothering my children. Okay. So I don't know if your kids are like mine, but it seems like there's no response to something I request of them on the first asking. And then I ask again, and usually maybe 25% of the time, they respond and do it on the second asking. But more often than not, they still don't do it. And then by the third asking, I've kind of like lost my patience. I have a pretty short fuse actually that I'm working on. That's one thing. This is, see, this is totally for me, this to- topic that they like, I, I kind of get angry and I'm like, hey, you need to do this. Like, let's get going. And then they finally do it right? And they usually do, then they do what I want them to do. And so we can be conditioned to think that a lot of times that people won't do things that we want them to do unless we do that with anger or, you know, get a little bit huffy and lose our patience and cool. But this is always what happens with me whenever I lose my cool then I'm disappointed because guess what I did in that moment? I lost control. I lost some of my power and I gave that power away to anger and I didn't show up in control and being the parent that I wanted to be. So that's, I think, the good barometer. When you're in a situation and you react in a certain way, Do you feel like you gave some of your power away? Do you feel like you lost control of who you were? And if you're human, we're all going to say that we do this all the time. And so what I want you to start trying to do is to say, I'm going to be in control of how I am. I'm going to retain my power and react in the way that when I'm done with this, I'm going to be happy with myself. And it doesn't matter what this other person outside of me does, right? So my kids can decide not to do something 10 times. I can ask them 10 times. So how am I going to stay in that situation and retain my power and my control that when they finally hopefully do the thing that I asked them, that I'm still okay with who I was and felt like I didn't lose that power and control. So I want you to ask yourself, 
Am I reacting in my life the way I want to in every situation I find myself? And you're probably not because you're human. But you can develop this skill and slowly but surely start to feel like you are more and more in control and have power in your life. So let's um, move on to maybe some a few more examples. So I already have given you a parenting one, which I think is always really effective if you're a mom because you have a lot of chances to practice that throughout the day. So I'm going to talk about driving. So I don't know about you, but I get have pretty defined rules. I think I've talked about manuals here on the on the podcast before. I have like a huge manual for myself like and others on how they should drive. <laughs> and so, in fact, in our family, Dr. Tilton has said that before he met me, he was a great driver. And now that he is married to me, he's a terrible driver, <laughs> which is something that I need to work on, right? Because he's not a terrible driver. But um, I get annoyed with how he drives sometimes, and I kind of give that power away. Anyway, so let's use an example here with driving. So I have this way that I think that people should merge onto a highway or freeway. So when you're merging, (laughs) um, this is my little soapbox too. If you're merging, you need to accelerate as quickly as possible in your merging lane to the speed of the traffic you are merging into. And so we do this because it allows you to merge more easily and it causes less congestion and change of the speed of the cars that are already driving on the, on the highway. So from my perceived experiences, many drivers have not gotten this memo, people. They have not gotten this memo. <laughs> and as a result of my thinking, I get very frustrated and lose control of my emotions with these types of people. I am talking to them in my head all the time. And I may even sometimes, I audibly talk too. My kids are like, what, what are you saying? I'm like, I'm just irritated with that person who didn't know how to merge into this lane. (laughs) So I am giving my power and control because that's not the kind of person I want to be. I want to be understanding that maybe they're just learning how to drive, right? Maybe they um, are a timid driver. There's lots of timid drivers because a lot of times like I'll end up passing the person then and it's like this little old lady and I'm like, of course, of course she's going to drive like that because she's scared. Like she didn't drive, people didn't drive this fast when she was learning how to drive and her eyesight probably isn't as good and her reaction time isn't as good. And so she's going to be a little bit more timid of a driver and so I need to be aware of that and that I can be compassionate towards that, even though I won't ever meet that woman in person, that I can be understanding of that. And so I give my power a lot of times and I lose my control over to these people that I don't even know, right? I should just go into that situation being like, of course, not everybody's going to merge like I do because not everybody got the memo and that's okay. They don't have to. I can take, you know measures to make sure that I'm not actually next to that lane where they're merging in. And so I don't have to get frustrated and lose my control. Or I can just think of a story that would be much more effective in being able to understand why they are not merging the way that I think they should, right? Just like they're an old lady, and they don't know how to do it. And that's okay. 
they're still getting on the highway and man, they're out there at 85 driving themselves somewhere. Rock on, right? They're still in control of their life. So you have to look at situations in your life where you feel like you're giving this power and control over to other people. Now, the skill of learning to retain your power and not losing control is a very important life skill that will affect every area of your life, but it will also come in handy when you are developing and pursuing your passion outside of motherhood. And here is why. Not everyone will agree with what you are doing and not everyone will like what you are pursuing. People will say unkind things. People will misjudge you. People will tell you you're doing it wrong. So how are you going to react to these people? Are you going to feed into their ignorance, their distrust, and at times their hate? Are you going to react with hate to hate? Are you going to find it necessary to try and prove to them that they have it wrong? I believe that the way to rise above the critics in your life, no matter what you're doing, is to make sure that you are in control of how you react and that it will always come from a place of love. Now, the mistake that you may make is that you think by defending yourself that you are being loving and you're being loving to yourself by sticking up for you or you're being loving for your family members because you're defending them. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't defend yourself, but there is definitely a way of doing it with love as opposed to doing it with a chip on your shoulder to make sure that the other person feels as badly as you do. The minute you want someone else to feel as badly as the way that you allowed yourself to feel by their actions or words, remember, you're the one that gets to choose how you feel. Other people don't make you feel that way. Truth bomb, if you haven't caught on on to that yet, right? You allow yourself to feel the way that you do. When you do that is the minute you give your power and control away. I am telling you, girlfriend, you always get to choose how you react to every situation you are in, and your goal should forever be to show up from a pace of love and respect no matter what others do. Because you can't predict how others will react, but you can always control how you react. I promise you, that you will start to find that you feel more power and control in your life as you do this. So this is the thing where we come back to the stories that we tell ourselves, right? We all tell ourselves stories and they're all delusional, believe it or not, because who's to say that one is true or one is not. So this is where I want you to really Start telling yourself stories that will give you power and control in your life and allow you to show up from a place of love. That is where you are going to have the control and power and you have to do it regardless of how other people react to you. It's powerful stuff. I'm telling you, it's so important. In fact, this last week I was scrolling through my Facebook feed and I follow Mike Rowe. Do you know Do you know who Mike Rowe is? He's the guy that did Dirty Jobs And he has this new show out. I don't exactly remember the name of it. Anyway, where he goes around and he finds people that are doing amazing things for other people and serving other people. And he helps them out and gives them something they need to continue their business or their service that they're doing. 
And um, he wrote this amazing article. I'm going to link to it in the show notes because I think that it was a great example of basically um, replying to somebody who was not happy with him and how he had handled something. And he reacted to them not in a way that was unkind, not in a way that he was trying to make that person feel badly, but he came at a place of love for himself, for his followers, and really even a place of love for the person that had um, written this thing that they didn't agree with him on. And it was a little bit humorous because that's kind of his personality, but I read it and I was like, I don't feel icky after reading that, right? I don't feel like he responded with hate and that he wasn't being nice to that person. Um, I'm sure this other person was not happy, you know, because I always find that when people react to you with anger or they throw anger at you and when you retaliate with love, they're still not going to be happy. (laughs) They're still not going to like it because they're deciding to hate, right? They're the ones that are deciding to hate. So how are you going to decide to be and react? Do you want to react with hate? Do you want to react with disgust and frustration? Or do you want to react with kindness and love? I really hope it's the latter. But we have to practice it. And I promise you that as you do it, you will feel more power and control come into your life. Okay, that's the message for this week. I made it through without any of my kids getting up. Woohoo! All right, have a great week. If you would like to talk to me more about pursuing your passion outside of motherhood and how I can help you with that, please write me an email at meg at the and we can get started. All right, have a good one, everyone. Bye-bye.